Suppose a cricket player after dropping a catch makes lofty statements like I love the players on both sides equally everyone is the same atma winning or losing is all mithya doesn't matter or imagine a surgeon who says whether the patient lives or dies is the same thing and ultimately death is inevitable you would consider this ridiculous I define a moron as someone who uses abstract spiritual language to make defeat seem okay and even glorify defeat as a sign of greatness. Many Hindus are talking like this. Claiming to be spiritual, they use lofty shlokas to cover up being lazy, cowardly or plain stupid. They don't understand the context in which these lofty statements were made and they cannot differentiate one context from another. Actually, such persons suffer from a loss of kshatriyata and deep inferiority complex. Please note that when it comes to personal transactions involving their own career or business or family they are very selfish and competitive they are not confused about spending too much money to buy something or whether they win or lose in getting a job or whether they are looking good or enjoying life but when asked to take responsibility for society and dharma with no selfish benefit they pretend to live in some cloud of fuzziness and abstraction this moron mentality has distorted indian civilization many gurus today are behaving like morons the word smriti refers to a formal system of ideas or code of conduct i define moron smriti as a behavior pattern which evolved in india over many centuries maybe it was a survival response to foreign oppression If you can't face something you pretend to feel good and ignore the reality. An important step in decolonizing is to become self-conscious of our own moron tendencies and publicly point out these in others. You should be able to criticize any guru who teaches that all religions are the same or all paths lead to the same destination. The whole message of the Gita is to differentiate between dharma and adharma. If all truth claims made by both parties were the same then why would there be a war you might think every dharma is a path to the same goal but who decides what is dharma and what is not dharma both parties in the mahabharat were convinced their position was dharmic religion is based on truth claims meaning claims which were passed on by many generations and which are considered to be the absolute truth But there is a difference between truth and truth claims. My book Being Different goes into great details to explain why all faiths are not the same. The slogan Vasudeva Kutumbakam used too often means the world is one family. This is true. But the Kauravas and Pandavas in Mahabharat are also one family and yet at war. The Devas and Asuras are one family and yet in mutual tension. Not only humans but all life including animals plants bacteria etc all have atma and all belong to the vasudeva kutumbakam as one family of living creatures yet we must apply vivek or discrimination to differentiate among them and we do not treat them interchangeably all medicines do not produce the same result the specific context is always important similarly all possible roads do not lead to the same destination All religions do not even promise the same goal. Some promise a certain kind of heaven while others promise a very different kind of heaven. 
Some promise a better next janam or birth, while others deny reincarnation. Some promise jivan mukti during this life in this body, while others refute any such possibility. I agree that all religions do ask the same kind of questions, but they do not come up with the same answers. They ask things like, where did we come from? Where do we go after death? Why is there a world? How did it come about? Why is there suffering? What should we do about it? And so on. Similar questions, but very different answers. Also, sameness must be symmetrical in both directions. So if X is the same as Y, then Y must be the same as X. This means if Hindus are taught to be the same as Muslims and Christians, what about the other way around? Do Muslims and Christians feel that worshipping Krishna or Shiva or Kali is the same thing as their prayer? Certainly not. I request you to be very polite in debating gurus who teach such things. But being argumentative with genuine concerns and sincerity is very much encouraged in our tradition. Another serious confusion among Morans is what is called world negation, a widespread belief that Vedanta promotes escapism from the real world. Because the world and everything is mithya, there is no reason to improve it. Why bother curing diseases? Why bother building a better economy, helping society, engaging with opponents and so on? This false thesis about Vedanta has been taught by many gurus and has become entrenched in the academy, in the media and popular culture, both Indian and Western. It is being used to argue that Indian problems are caused by Hinduism because it does not want to deal with practical issues in this world of illusion. If this idea of negating the world had been true, why would our ancestors have built magnificent physical infrastructure like the Indus Saraswati civilization? Why would India have been the birthplace of mathematics, sciences, medicine and practical technologies like metallurgy? The theory of world negation is a completely wrong interpretation of concepts like Maya and Brahman. Vedanta is very clear that there are two domains of existence. The practical world is called Vyavarika and the ultimate transcendental realm is called Paramarthika. The ideas of oneness apply to the realm of Paramarthika. In the Vyavarika realm, which is where we live, we must engage dharma, perform our karma and we must face all the practical challenges of mundane life. We are not being asked to become escapist or antisocial or immoral with excuses like oneness or mithya or we are all same atma etc. Our shastras are very clear that opponents must be engaged, all threats must be managed and problems must be faced and solved bravely. Adi Shankara, the greatest exponent of Advaita Vedanta, demolished his opponents intellectually and established his school of thought across the length and breadth of India. He also organized and revived the warrior Naga Sadhus to defend Bharat, including the use of violence. He did not preach escapism from the ordinary world. The same is true of all the great teachers of other Vedic schools and sampradayas. The entire Bhagavad Gita is Krishna's attempt to bring Arjuna out of his moron mode. So be an intellectual Kshatriya, not a moron.